0: One of the things that clients often say to me in terms of the experience of therapy with me that really pleases me that they say this is that they find that it's safe, that they get a sense of safety in terms of the work that we do. And I'm really glad that that's the perception that they have because I think safety is key. Safety, I think, is kind of a lens that I look at life through and I look at personal change through as well. And I'm pleased that they regard it as safe because I don't really know how one could go about the process of personal change if one didn't feel safe. In that process itself, if it felt dangerous or if it felt unsafe, I'm pretty sure that people just wouldn't be able to do the work necessary in order to get to the change that they want. So I find safety is a real core thing And it's safety in terms of how necessary it is to have a safe environment and to provide a safe space for people to be able to reflect in and to be able to discuss the whole process of changing and come up with good ideas for change too. But I actually see that the process of change, in fact the aim of change, ...is all about safety as well. And so, what I mean by this is... ...let's take some common things that people might struggle with. Let's say anxiety. What if we viewed anxiety... ...as not some kind of disorder... ...but simply as a quest... For safety. That when you want to heal for anxiety. That what you're engaged in. Is a quest for safety. Because after all. If you're feeling anxious. Then you're probably feeling. Some sorts of chronic. Fight or flight type systems. Where your body's really activated. And your heart is increased. And you know you're feeling very energized. Maybe even feels like you've got too much energy. Those kind of uh, those kind of fight or flight feelings that we we've all experienced if you're having that kind of most of the time, then you must be picking up from somewhere a sense of unsafety because that's what it is when your body goes into that it's a It's a sign, it's a prediction of unsafety. And so what if we viewed anxiety not as a disorder, but that the healing of anxiety is simply a quest for safety? What if as well, we looked at depression in the same way? Because in depression, what happens is we kind of do the opposite of fight or flight. We Shut down, our energy goes very low. We're not reaching out to people, we're coming away from people. We feel emotionally numb, we hunker down in our beds. So, depression what if we viewed the healing of depression in a similar way as a quest for safety? Because The disconnection that happens with depression, well, that's a very self protective action when you view it from that point of view of safety, through that lens of safety. So, what if we viewed anxiety? What if we viewed depression and the healing of those things as really a quest for safety? What about in relationships? When people show up in couple sessions with various attachment styles that they find are getting in the way of the kind of relationship that they want. Some people have an anxious attachment style that they fear that they're going to lose the person. That the person is going to abandon them or reject them. They're very conscious of any signs. Really hyper aware really. Hyper alert for any signs. Any very subtle shifts. In whether the person still likes them or not. And they get very responsive. And they reach out. And they're trying to solve this, this problem. But what if we saw that in the same way? That the healing of that. Anxious attachment style, which feels so tough to go through, as a quest for safety. Another way that people relate is what's called an avoidant attachment style. So, someone with an avoidant attachment style is much more likely to withdraw in the relationship. That, so whereas someone who's anxiously attached is trying to get as close as possible, the person who is a, who has an avoidant attachment style is is trying to maintain their independence. So their partner steps forward two places and they step back two places. They want to maintain some sort of independence. And often it'd be because, you know, in their own history, they've felt smothered or they felt as though their independence has been taken from them. And so in exactly the same way, what if we looked at the healing of that attachment style as a quest for safety as well? And so we start to see All these various difficulties, like anxiety or depression or insecure attachment styles, that the healing of those is really a quest for safety. Which makes sense because the way our body is actually biologically set up is that we have a nervous system which is constantly on alert, seeking out signs of unsafety. In the service of our continued survival. So it's constantly monitoring the environment. And when it spots something that might not be safe. Then. We go into that fight or flight state. Or we might even go into that shutdown state. Each of them are are both set up biologically. To try and ensure our own protection. And so if our bodies are biologically set up for that and our bodies are constantly on alert for these signs of unsafety, then it makes sense, doesn't it, to begin to think of these things through the lens of safety. And in fact, when studies have been done with children, those children who feel securely attached are much more like with their parents, They're much more happy to go and explore, play with the toys and all that sort of stuff to take the kind of healthy risks that we need to take in life. Whereas those small children who are more insecurely attached, they're not taking those risks, they're clinging to their mum. And so it's quite a helpful and simple way of thinking about things sometimes That the healing of things is about a quest quest for safety. That the difficulties, difficulties that we face are actually difficulties to do with our sense of unsafety. And that when we get to a point where we feel safe, things change for us. Now obviously I'm not talking about feeling safe when things are not safe. I don't want to be next to an alligator and thinking I'm safe. But often we're feeling a sense of unsafety. And it's something that's informed by our history rather than something that is informed by the present day reality. And so what would happen if we created safety for ourselves? Imagine how your life would be different if you simply felt safe. Imagine the opportunities that would open up for you if you simply felt safe. Imagine to what extent you would engage with life differently if you simply felt safe. Imagine what your friendship circles would be like. Imagine what your relationship would be like. If you simply felt safe. And so I'm glad that clients who work with me in in therapy say that they feel the environment is safe. Because I view a lot of this personal change stuff as a quest for safety. And if you ask yourself those questions, imagine what would be different in life if you simply felt safe. My guess is that you'd come up with some really transformational changes that just by changing that one thing that we feel fundamentally safe in the world, that our lives would transform. Just from that one tweak. And so I'm giving you this idea really to chew on because there's lots of different ways of looking at this stuff. And I think safety is really undervalued. And I think safety is an angle that we tend not to think of too often when we're looking about emotional well-being. We tend to think in terms of stuff like happiness or we think in terms of depression or anxiety. But it's very rare that people talk about safety. And yet, how would life be different if we simply felt safe? And so perhaps that's the real quest to go on, much of the time, to take ourselves on a quest for safety and ask ourselves, How would life be different if I felt safe? And moreover, if I felt a little bit safer than I do now, what are the things that I would notice that will have changed in order to get me there? So if you find this useful, please do share it along. You can also work with me directly, one-to-one. I'm Alan Parry. You'll find me at liverpoolpsychotherapy.co.uk. And please do subscribe to the podcast. It's completely free and there's a new podcast every day. So thanks for listening and I'll be back again tomorrow with another one.